Sunny on Silver Spoons, Ricky's guest caused Christmas chaos. Don't think of it as throwing him out, Edward. Think of it as avoiding a homicide. Then Punky Brewster needs a booster shot. Just chicken skin. And Mr. T and Emmanuel Lewis host Maureen McGovern, David Copperfield, and an all-star lineup in a Christmas dream. December 18th, 1982, a day that will live in infamy. I, I don't know what infamy means, but I think it means like more than funny. That's a, that's a good joke if you've seen the Three Amigos as much as I have. But it was the day that the 13th episode of the first season of Silver Spoons premiered the best Christmas ever. I don't know about that. I don't know if I would call this the best Christmas ever. But Silver Spoons is a show that that holds a, a certain place in my heart. It is a show that... I don't see in syndication. I don't see much on TV. I'm not sure where, uh, you know, if it's even streaming any place. And you'll say, but Mike, how did you see it? Well, you can buy episodes. I didn't do that. Someone posted it on Daily Motion. Uh, but you can buy episodes. Uh, in fact, I, I will have a link to that episode if you want to check it out. For as long as it's on Daily Motion, you can watch the best Christmas ever. From 1982, I was a young six-year-old. I had to do the... You, you heard that pause. That was me doing the... Between young and six-year-old. That was me doing the math. You know, Silver Spoons launched a lot of careers. You think <clears throat> Alfonso Ribeiro got a start on Fresh Prince? No, 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 no. He got a start on Silver Spoons. And you think Jason Bateman... 
Got his start on the Hogan family or It's Your Move? No, 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 no. He got his start on Silver Spoons. And in this episode alone, you think Joey Lawrence. You think, whoa. Or you think, wait, no, no, he's the kid from Give Me a Break. But no, 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 no. Before that, he was on Silver Spoons. At least this one episode. And of course, back then, people thought child actors were stupid. Because Joey Lawrence, once again, plays the character Joey. He falls in the Tony Danza uh, rule of, of character acting, where you're always playing a goddamn character with your first name so that you remember who you are. And that goes for Richard Stratton, the star of this show, a young Ricky Schroeder, before he became a goddamn psychopath. He said, you know, we all know about that noted kook, Kirk Cameron, but what if, what if I could out-kook him? What if I could, what if I could talk about having government uprising or, or, or going crazy about mask mandates or bailing out, uh, um, you know, uh, pe- people who shoot people and bailing them out because uh, I love the NRA or some of that bullshit. What, what, what if, what if I could do that? Surely I should win Kook of the Year over Kirk Cameron now. I don't know, though, because then Kirk Cameron has, has Christmas pageants where they, they're like, we don't wear masks either. It's just, you're just trying to out-kook each other. Who thought young Joey Lawrence would be the guy who'd be like, you know what, that Joey Lawrence, he's all right. In fact, all the Lawrence brothers, they're just all right with me. One of them, the youngest one, was on Hawaii Five-O for a while. Yes, I watched every episode of the most recent Hawaii Five-O. I feel like I've talked about this before, and I have to I'd be perfectly honest. I think I watched one episode on CBS. Everything else I downloaded, so I had something to watch on the train uh, to work. It was, it was a guilty pleasure. I don't know why we're talking about that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a long way for me to say, happy day three for sitcom, all ye faithful, where I watched Silver Spoons. I feel like it's the first time I've seen a Silver Spoons episode, I want to say, in about 16-something years. Now, here's the weird thing. I have this memory burned in my brain that that I was babysitting my friend's kid. And this nerd is 17-year-old. Actually, he thinks he's he's king shit. He's a 17-year-old kid now. And he was a baby. And I'm almost positive. So this has got to be 2006, maybe, maybe even 2000. Yeah, I think 2006. And I have this memory of flipping through the stations because I don't want to babysit. Just sit down. Don't, don't stick your finger in the, in the light sockets. I want to watch TV. And seeing Silver Spoons and going, oh, my God, I haven't seen the show in years. Now, I don't know if the show is actually good. I know as a kid, I loved it. Why did I love it? Because this kid lived like the life, you know, I feel like it's almost like the reason some people watch the Kardashians to see their, their opulent lifestyle. Well, you could take your Kendall Jenner. I'll take my Ricky Stratton. I'll take my Edward Stratton the third. 
Okay. This guy owned a toy company and he was a big kid. And his son was this, was like this hoity toity at a private school, goes to live with his dad. It was the classic. He thinks his dad's too silly. His dad thinks he's too, uh, you know, too like stuck up. And of course, hilarity ensues because they own this giant house where the dad has a train that goes through the house. You know, when you think Silver Spoons, you think of that friggin' train. Everybody wanted that train growing up. Um, I feel like the train, it, it almost like, did it, it's almost like Mr. Rogers' train because did that thing go magically all over the place? And it, I'll talk about, I, I feel like either I missed a line or this train is amazing. Um, but that and Ricky had a race car bed, right? I wanted that bed. Now, I feel like if you move a few things around, that's also the uh, the Tanner's bedroom. But no, because Ricky's room went up to the second floor. Ricky was a young boy, um, made of heart and stone, lived nine to five, but worked his fingers to the bone, just barely out of school, came from, I can't think of it. That's 18 in life, everybody. Um, we didn't go up into Ricky's room this time. This is still the first season of the show. Now, the uh, the show itself ran for, I believe it's five seasons. Uh, I'm just looking it up right now really quick. And the first, fo- the first four seasons were on um, regular television. The fifth season was in first-run syndication, meaning it would be... Uh, it could have been on different stations. It could have been one of those things where Silver Spoons is on TV 38 tonight at 8.30 or, or 6 p.m. or any time. Uh, but it still had, you know, a bunch of episodes in that final season. And it was at this point that Ricky was growing, like, Ricky got a little older. Oh, my God, this is 1987. Ricky feathers his hair and he's dating Erica Alaniac. That's crazy. I didn't see that coming. Um, but... This is still early on. In fact, I don't think um, Alfonso Ribeiro's in this uh, season. Never mind this episode. There's Jason Bateman. I felt like he wasn't he the rich. um, Wasn't he from the school? I I don't remember. I just know then there was a blonde nerdy friend. None of those people are in this one. In fact, this cast of this episode is small, and the episode itself is very, very simple. Whereas the Golden Girls went from, you know, Blanche trying to bang Santa to, to exchanging gifts to um, them almost being held up hostage by Weekend of Bernie, Bernie, Weekend of Bernie's Bernie, then going to take over a guy's diner and being slightly racist to him. Uh, I feel like that had a lot of twists and turns. And this one, not so much. So I'll give you the quick premise of the episode. So... Uh, Ricky is, he's excited for his first Christmas with his dad and Erin Gray is there and I never remember her character's name. It's Kate. Okay. So Ricky and Kate are setting up for Christmas. Um, and she's like, I think your dad's, he's, he says, I'm really excited for my first Christmas. She says, I think your dad is too. He's like, Oh, Really? And uh, she shows his stocking, Ricky's stocking, with his, which is humongous. Because I feel like in TV world, they still feel like your gifts go in your stocking, not just stocking stuffers, but I, it was a funny little thing. Uh, and then 
they they're talking about oh we got these got a gift basket from my grandfather that's great and it was like it came with smoked oysters or something candied oysters i think like that uh he was like oh wonderful and a 20 dollar bill this is great now they're millionaires uh edward stratton the second you know he was the one he talked like this uh young richard um i how are you today i am uh edward stratton the second grandpa stratton uh Grandpa Stratton was only in 14 episodes, according to IMDb. I thought he was like a series regular. He was there through the whole thing. Uh, Corky Pigeon, 18 episodes. Him, him, I remember. I mean, that's the kid. The actor's name is Corky Pigeon. Holy shit. Anyway, um, none of those kids are in this episode because it's really, it's the two of them. Uh, he's looking at his gifts and he's like, this is great. And then... Joey Lawrence shows up. He knocks on the door. He's like, excuse me, mister. I'm looking for a job. I need to make a dollar so that I can buy my mom a Christmas gift. I live right down the road. And if you could help anything, I'll do. No job is too small for me. Uh, I and He had all these lines that were just like too clever for a kid to have. And he's like, well, come on in. Oh, come on in. Nice to meet you, neighbor. I'm Ricky Stratton. And uh, they brought him right into the house. Kate's like, hey, come on, sit by the fire. You know, warm up. It's chilly out there because it's snowing. And she's like, Kate, look how hungry he is. He's, st- he's like, Can you have, a- have some cookies. And he starts ravaging things. And she's like, look how hungry he is. And look at the holes in his jacket. Oh, my goodness. He might be poor. Okay, that part I added. But he says, look at the holes in the jackets. And he's like, hey, uh, how you doing? So you live around here? Yeah, yeah, I live around here. I'm just looking for a dollar to help my mom. Okay, well, I do have a job for you, Ricky says. Hang up this, uh, this uh, ornament. He says, okay. He hangs up the ornament. He hangs up a couple ornaments on the tree. He's like, that's great. Well, that's all I have for you. He's like, really? Yeah, but here's a dollar and a $19 tip. So he gives him the full $20. He's like, wow, thanks, mister. And he leaves. And then um, Kate's like, that was really nice of you to do that. Uh, he's like, thanks. Uh, then the dad shows up and he's like, Hey dad. Um, I don't, unless he met Joey, I really don't freaking remember. Uh, he says, Oh, they make a joke about the dad's, uh, gift basket. And then they go to check out something else. Come on, let's go check something else out. Oh, I know what happens. Um, the dad's like, we need to bring these toys to the toy drive. And he's there with his, uh, right hand man who, was only in the first season. It's what was the guy's name? He, he oh they they dance like they dance a little bit. Um, uh, Leonard Lightfoot played Leonard Rollins. Why wow, they really just wanted to give people like their first names? Joey played Joey. Ricky played Ricky. Uh, Leonard played Leonard. So he was kind of Edward Stratton's second in command. Then later it became Alfonso Rivera's dad, the character on the show. So they get on the train. They're like, we need to bring these gifts to the orphanage or some shit like that. They get on the little train. They ride it out. And then you see it in the back of the house outside. And I remember that. But I just, I mean, in reality, it's just a loop. But I always thought it was just, you know, it just went around the house. Because I don't think it could get to the second floor, could it? I don't remember. But were they riding it, like, into town? What the hell was that about? I don't even know. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, uh, now that they're gone, 
Then Aaron Gray and Ricky go in the other room. Kate and Ricky go in the other room for some reason. And then you see Joy Lawrence, that little prick, break back into the house and steal the entire gift basket. But he leaves the $20 bill, almost like, here's what I need, here's what I need to, uh, you know, to at least to make things right. I earned the 20 I'm buying it for, back from you for $20, something like that. But Ricky sees him leave, and he's like, mother, I'm not going to let him get away with this. So he grabs his gun. No, he, so Ricky says he's going to leave, and so he, he puts his coat on. He follows the kid out. Maybe 30 seconds after he follows him out, they're in the woods, and there's a cave. And you think, oh, the, these Ricky, the Strattons, live in this really nice neighborhood by a bunch of caves. Yes, you heard me right. A cave. Joey Lawrence goes into the cave, and inside are his mom and his dad. He's living in a cave. Uh, they have a blanket, you know, as the door. Then inside the cave, there's a chair, a table, um, I think a bed, and a rug. So they basically set up a, a little squatter's apartment in this friggin' cave. And you hear the story of how uh, the dad lost his job and he can't believe he was laid off. And the mom's like, oh, this is so bad. And he's like, hey, I got this from some of these really great people that I did a job for. The Stratons, here's a gift. And he goes, did, oh, dad, since we moved, did, does Santa know where we live now? He's like, son, I don't think Santa knows where we live. What do you mean? I thought he knows everything. Well, I didn't tell him in time. So um, I don't think we're going to have Christmas in here. But next year, we'll be back on our feet and everything's will be back to normal. Okay, that's okay, Dad. And meanwhile, Ricky is outside the cave picturing all this. And he's like, oh, my God, poor people. Disgusting. He didn't say that. But he's watching them. And then the mother goes, well, you know what? Um, at least we still have the car. Uh, let's, let's, we better go get to church. So it shows that they're good working people and they're church going. They love, they're just a, they're a, they're a God loving family. And Ricky's like, we got to do something about this. So he burns the cave down and writes on a, writes a note that says, stay out private property. Actually they come back and they're like, um, that's a, you know, something about, uh, he mentions again, like Santa, you know, he'll it's okay that we don't have to skip Christmas this year or skip Christmas this year. And Ricky goes, no, you don't. And he flips a switch and there's a Christmas tree in there and all these lights. So they came to the cave. Somehow they wired the cave with the cave with uh, electricity and they lit everything up in the cave. We don't leave the cave for the rest of this show. I don't think. Oh, I forgot. Kate left. Okay, Kate left to go with family. And I forgot that uh, Rick, Ricky's dad, um, he and Kate were like a thing. I thought they worked together and years later they would become an item. But they're smooching it up right there in that episode. So they're already a thing. So she leaves. That's why Ricky's alone and doesn't get help when he goes off to the cave people. But when, he comes, when they come back, Ricky has the whole place decorated and then he's like, hey, look, Santa's here. And his dad, he must have told his dad. His dad's dressed up as Santa, comes in. He's got gifts for everybody. Uh, he's got a gift for Ricky. Rick, he's got a gift um, for the dad. And it turns out that the gift for Ricky, the, he, the gift for Joey, turns out the gift for Joey was something he bought for Ricky. 
and the gift for the dad was something Ricky bought for his dad. And they had a nice little moment. It was like, oh, I bet you would have loved that gift. Uh, and he's like, you know, that really was for you. He goes, well, that really was for you. And they have a little hug. And the, dad, the guy's like, I can't take this Santa. Because he goes, I'm sa-, he goes, who are you? He goes, I'm Santa Claus. And who are you really? He, goes, he pulls his thing down. I'm Edward Stratton III. He goes, well, I can't take charity. He goes, well, well worry about, take it out of your first month's paycheck at your new job because I'm hiring you. He's like, what? You don't even know what I do. He's like, what do you do? I'm a foreman. Well, I run a toy company, a toy. So you know how to tell people what to do? Great. You're hired. So everything gets, gets, um, gets taken care of right then and there. And instead of saying, why don't you come into my house because you're living in a effing cave, they, they go sit on the chair and the mother sits down and they start singing Silent Night and they all join in. Uh, Ricky and his dad, and that's the photo used. It, it's not great quality, but it's the photo used in this episode where you see them all sitting by a chair in a cave. And um, yeah, I mean, that is, that's how the episode ends. Then it says like, Merry Christmas from everyone at Silver Spoons. <sighs> not like, you know what I mean? When I say that, it just kind of took place in two rooms. They were in the main area, Joey steals things, and then they went to the cave, to Joey's cave, the family cave, the man cave. Boom, yeah. And I just was like, they, they brought a rug in there? Like, they decorated this cave a little too much. And actually, though, I mean, once if you could get Wi-Fi in there today, pff, I'd live in it. Um, but I think that's really it. You know, it was, it was fun to see. I'm glad we got to see the train. The train is the real star of the show. And I'm watching... Edward Stratton III, Ricky's dad. Like, why isn't this guy a bigger star? Why didn't he go on to be in other sitcoms that he was... Because he was this goofy, big, just larger-than-life kind of smile. Um, And he still, like, works. Or at least he has. Like, but he is really known for Silver Spoons, and that was it. So he had another show. It was called Have Faith, where he played a priest. I think I remember being like, he's in a show where he plays a priest with Stephen first. And it looks kind of like it's a, it's a comedy. And I think it lasted, it only lasted seven episodes, one season just didn't, but I'm like, this guy should have been bigger, at least in TV. He should, he should be in TV shows today. Like, Oh, he was in, he was in like three seasons of, uh, of, um, Will and Grace. You didn't realize that? No, no. He was in one episode of Ed almost 20 years ago. He was in some short movie and some something in 2016. Looks like it looks like no pay nudity. But it looks like a weird movie with Gabriel Byrne. I don't know. But uh, it looks like a funny, weird movie about um acting. But like Ed, Jag, Home Improvement. He played two episodes. Two guys or girls in a pizza place. He was on Family Matters. Oh, he so he's met Urkel. But that's it. Maybe 116 episodes of uh, Silver Spoons is enough to, you know, set him up for life, hopefully. Um, hopefully he invested well. Because, God, so he he's so, I don't know, he was infectious. Uh, and I remember thinking, when I was a kid, I remember thinking Ricky Schroeder was cool. Now I think he's a goddamn kook. And you could take that to the bank, Ricky Schroeder. Though he was good on NY- NYPD Blue. Remember that? Imagine doing a show, uh, an episode about a sitcom starring a kid who grew up to be on NYPD Blue. 
What are the chances of that happening twice this year? Could happen. Only at Sitcom All Ye Faithful. Good night, everybody. Good night, folks. Thanks for coming. Okay, anyway, that's the end of Silver Spoons. That's the end of um, the best Christmas ever. Uh, so far, some of these titles uh, have been lackluster. I, the, fir- the, the show I... I shouldn't say I liked the least, but it just, it underwhelmed me. A Scrooge gets an Oscar. That was the best title. Then we get, um, Twas the Night Before Christmas and The Best Christmas Ever. I don't know where we're going next, but it has to be. Uh, give me something with a fun pun of a title. Anyway, my friends, as I said, you know, there'll be repeats of shows every year, but so far we've gone three days in, and these are sitcoms that I did not talk about last year. So I'm excited about that. I wonder how far I can go talking about sitcoms, new sitcoms to Sitcom All You Faithful, new shows, new series, before I get my first repeat. There will be repeats. I want to do repeats. There are other episodes of shows that I want to see, and I'm going to see them because, damn it, I make the rules. But anyway, my friends, that's it for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. The Fans Not Experts Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash fansnotexperts. And everything, every episode of Geek Mentality, every episode of uh, Sitcom Algae Faithful, every episode of every podcast I do can be found at fansnotexperts.com. Anyway, that's it. Until tomorrow, my friends, have a great Saturday. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I keep saying that. Thank you so much for following, subscribing, writing reviews, smashing that like button, all that fun thing, fun stuff you're supposed to say. And until tomorrow, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this episode That's not experts